welcome to the fourth episode of That Kind of Podcast. I'm Dina Kappelman. I am Jenny Olson-Payton. And don't forget to like, subscribe, subscribe watch us on whatever share. platform. Share us. Yes. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. And so. we're on TikTok, too. Yes. And it's frightening. <laughs> it is. It's very scary. No TikTok dances yet, but maybe with the right sponsor. <laughs> we can... <laughs> Or maybe you guys want to pay us not to dance. That could be. That could be really a good <laughs> We're idea. We're going to start using it as a threat. We're going to dance unless you Don't guys make like us and dance. subscribe. <laughs> I will turn this car. I will turn this podcast around and I will start dancing. <laughs> that needs to be on a shirt. I will turn this podcast around. I like it. Oh my gosh. All right. So this week is going to be a little bit rough. Okay. Um, but I think it's a really important as opposed one. to all the cheery ones we normally do. Yes. Yeah, but oh, sunshine and rainbows that yes. we normally yeah. talk about. Well, this week it's about a child and it's about talking about suicide. Okay. So it's not going to be an easy one, but I think it's really important because his story needs to be told. But also, um, there's a chance that someone is still out there and might do this again. So mm-hmm. I think that's important. Um, so wait, are you telling me this is unsolved? It is. It is solved, but it is not resolved. So kind of back to that thing again. It's, it is solved, but I would say it's unresolved. And I want you to play devil's advocate on this as well. Because there's some kind of back and forth. Well, maybe this, maybe that. So Okay. I'm intrigued. Yay. All right. We are going to talk about Sean Patrick Doherty. Okay. He was 12 years old. He was described as happy, bright, fun. He was an avid reader. Did he light up a room? He Honestly, he did. Okay. And that's never a good thing. No. That's no, Which is why we don't have to worry about ever being murdered. <laughs> that's why I, I intentionally try to darken every room I go into. <laughs> storm cloud. Or Eeyore's <laughs> when we walk in. Nobody wants this anyway. That was a really good, really good it? impression. <laughs> I worked hard on that. Um, he did light up a room. He always made sure everyone was included. Um, like if no one was invited to a birthday party or no one was showing up. Which is so unusual for a 12 year old boy anyway. He sounded amazing. Um, he would bring food to school if kids didn't have food. He would share it. Oh, Yeah. He lived with his grandmother, his mom, his stepdad. He had an older sister and then two younger brothers, and they lived in Yorktown, Virginia. Okay. So now to the part of the story that is rough. Okay. On April 14th, 2022, this just happened this year. Wow. Yes. Sean got off his bus at 3.02 p.m. Okay. He only lived two houses from the bus stop, so he got home pretty quickly. And then about the same time that he got home, his mom was picking up his grandmother to take her to the doctor. And they were in a hurry, so the grandmother just whisked out the door, and his mom yelled at Sean, hey, I'll call you while I'm in the car. Watch your brother. He's sleeping on the couch. Okay. Everything is good. So she ended up calling him, told him they'd be gone about an hour. Do your homework. One of his assignments was to submit a picture of him holding his homework online, which he did at 3.09. Okay. So he was that kind of kid, too. He gets off the bus at 3.02. By 3.09, he already has his homework done and submitted. Like, oh he just gosh. sounded amazing. Yeah, he really did. And well, every- but that's a really weird assignment, too. I mean, like, it's almost like, were they developing an alibi? I don't know. That's really weird. 
I don't know. I don't know why I hold up a picture unless it was just to they they weren't grading the the homework. Oh, just they just wanted yeah, to see. Sense. Did you do it? Okay. <clears throat> and everything in this picture looked fine. Okay. But I mean, we're talking in the span of seven minutes. It was super quick. So then, from the car, his mom called a second time, and she had talked to her husband. Her husband said, "Hey, the toddler's been sleeping for a couple hours. There's no way he's going to sleep tonight." Get him, woke him up. So she called Sean, said, wake him up, give him a snack, take care of him. Sean said, Mom, I'm on the, I'm on the toilet. I'm pooping. Okay. Aww. So they laughed. Everything was good. So then she called a third time at 327 and said, basically, I know you're really excited to play video games. Why don't you go ahead and play video games? Get the iPad for your brother. You can play yeah. Fortnite. And he was so excited about this. Aww. What a nice mom. I know. So that was the third and final phone call. This was at 327. So then the... That's just a deep sigh moment. It it was. Okay. You never want to hear that was the last phone call. Yeah. So then the estimated timeline after that phone call is that he went to go get himself his favorite snack, which was jarred refrigerated peaches. Aww. Mm Mm-hmm. He was... Even a healthy snack. He was left on his own, and he was like, I need a peach. I would have been like, where's the chips? Where's the cookies? Where's the vodka? Mm, That's me now. (laughs) Where's the rum? Why is the rum gone? I'm Jack Sparrow. (laughs) So then while doing that, he had a 3.30 alarm set to remind himself to go um, take care of his chore, which his chore was to take out the trash. So he had gone upstairs, taken out the trash upstairs. My kids are 20, 21, <laughs> and 23. And it was a military family. Both his okay. parents were in the military. So that, so that explains quite a bit. Good kid. I know. Okay. So he had taken out the trash from upstairs, taken it downstairs next to the kitchen trash. Okay. And then that's where we're going to stop on his timeline. Okay. He had gotten a snack, trash, stopping. Okay. So then, the doctor's appointment took longer than they had expected, so his older sister, Maria, actually got home from her tennis match about 4.50 p.m., Okay, and she was the first one home. Okay. She was rushing home because she was going to meet her boyfriend, right. so she was very irritated when Sean wasn't answering the door. Right. She knocked, she rang the doorbell, called her mom, and said, where is he? He's supposed to be answering. Ramona said, hey, he's probably upstairs gaming. Why don't you call him? So Maria tried calling him, texting him, never got a response. Went around to the back, trying to get in the back door. And there she froze as she entered the backyard because there was a figure by their swing set with a bag over the head. And she was scared at first, thinking that it was somebody about ready to attack her. But then she realized the figure wasn't moving. So she stopped and she kind of looked around and there was a landscaper in one of the neighbor's yards and they made eye contact and having the landscaper there made her feel a little bit more comfortable. And because the figure wasn't moving anymore, she started to approach it. And as she got closer to it, she realized she recognized the hands as her brother's. So she saw him dressed in men's clothing his arms were bound to his waist with a belt and the belt was actually pulled so tightly that even EMTs noted that it was hard to get off of him so they could perform life-saving, um, life-saving So measures. how does, how does one mm-hmm. tie 
their hands down with a belt. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You caught up on that real quick. I'm a dark child. <laughs> he, um, again, he had the bag over his head and his knees were bent with his feet dragging on the ground. And then a shoelace like string was around his chin. So she used one hand to lift him up and the other hand to take the shoestring off of his chin and then called 911, started performing CPR. They walked her through it for six minutes until the EMTs got there and took over. What a horrible experience for the sister. Yeah. So then while all of this is going on, the mom was actually coming back from the doctor's appointment and saw all of the emergency vehicles screaming by her. Oh God, and she said at that time her heart dropped and said, please don't be yeah. going to my house. And she pulled up and they were at her house. That's like a mom's worst fear. Yes. Um, she got there and she got there, ran around the backyard in time, heard the EMT say that they had a heartbeat because they were using an AED on him. Yeah. But there wasn't enough electricity in his body to sustain it. So they um, were working on him. He re she realized that the toddler was nowhere around. Oh, no. She ran into the house, found him hiding under a pile of laundry. She grabbed him. He was crying. He was very upset. She ran back outside, went to one neighbor who was standing there. And I didn't understand this. I think it was a different landscaper. But there was a neighbor out there with a landscaper. And she said, did you see anything? And the neighbor and landscaper said, no, we didn't see anything. There was another neighbor out mowing his grass. There's a lot of, like, the yards must be like. It's a suburban neighborhood. Yeah, well. And they had a three-foot-tall picket fence, so it wasn't even like a privacy fence, or we're talking acres apart. Everything is very close. So this neighbor is out mowing his grass, and she said, did you see anything? And he said, no. And so she's like, what is going on? Because she doesn't know what happened. Right. She only came to see that her son was getting worked on by emergency personnel. And I can kind of see the grass mowing guy yeah. not knowing what's going on because it's like that meme where the guy is out vacuuming his driveway listening to the neighbors fight. Yeah. You see all this commotion going on and you're like, honey, I got to go mow the grass. So yeah. it kind of makes sense how some of them might not have seen anything, but still the first landscaper was out there yeah. and made eye contact with her. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh Lord. So, the ambulance took Sean away, and he was later pronounced dead at the hospital. They were thinking that he had been dead for a while because there wasn't enough in his body. So, we're talking 320. The last time anybody talked to him was 327. 27. And then what time was he found? 450. Okay. So, that is quite a long time. It is. In the whole scheme of things. And if you look at it, he was in the middle of taking out the trash. The trash was still there. He never even completed his task and it started which at it sounds like for this kid would be like it took him seven minutes to turn in homework so yeah yeah he would have completed it it right. seems like um so then Ramona the mom wanted to see him one last time after they were done and she didn't notice anything off about his face as far as redness swelling damage nothing um, but she did notice that there was blood between two fingers on his left hand, and she took pictures of it. So did they, and I'm assuming they ruled the cause of death strangula strangulation by hanging? I, you know what? That's a good question. Because they ruled it a suicide, but I don't actually know. 
Because I would think that his face would show some. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, so then on the pictures, you can see the marks on his wrist where the belt was because the belt was so tight. Okay. The belt that was wrapped around him. And then she noticed that Sean was wearing her husband's shirt. So it wasn't just men's clothing. It was his stepdad's clothing. So she screamed for help thinking that meant someone had been in the house and possibly still could be in the house right. where everybody else was. So um, she screamed for an investigator came in. She explained the blood and the clothes. So they took Sean's body away saying that it was now a crime scene. And then they did search the house for an intruder but didn't find anyone. So Ramona and her family went back home. This is all happening very quickly. We're yeah. talking, I think it was about midnight that they were already back home. And the police said, you can have your house back. That was it. There was no looking into it. The police said, it's probably suicide. Case over. Mm. When they got back home, they found Sean's underwear in the middle of the master bedroom floor. And Jared, the stepdad, his dresser drawers were open. And none of that was normal at all. And a single large handprint was found high up on the window of the back door where the kitchen was. And it didn't match any of the, of the family's handprints. So the family called the police and an investigative team did come out and take a look around the house and the backyard. They took the underwear that seemed disinterested in it and didn't even give a receipt back to the family saying that they had it. They lifted the prints, but said it didn't match anything that they had in their files in the system. I do hope they filed it for future reference. I would hope so. But the family doesn't know what happened with the underwear, only that it wasn't ever tested, and they don't know where it went. Um, the investigators didn't even bother canvassing the neighborhood, asking for any witnesses, any video doorbells, anything like that. The family had to do that and still didn't get a response back from mm. the neighbors. So it's almost like everybody just, just wrote it off as yes. a suicide. Yeah. Um, because the investigators did ask, did he ever try to harm himself before? He hadn't. They said, was he having problems at school? He wasn't. Was he depressed? No, he wasn't. They actually had just gotten back from a Disney cruise and were planning another vacation to the point where they had literally just gone to the library to get his passport. And he was so excited. They said he was still on a high from the Disney cruise. Which, if you do deal with depression, yeah, it can't, it doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's not foolproof. Right. You could still have a depressive episode or have something set you off. But it still kind of lends itself to doesn't usually happen in like an hour yes yeah exactly yeah. that happened pretty quick and he was riding a high and had stuff to look forward to and right. he turned in his homework yeah um <clears throat> one investigator did say that the suicide didn't sit right with him well good but that's as far as it got yeah they assured the community there was no potential threat they closed the case the family pushed for more answers but they've basically been told, oh, it's okay for a family to be in denial when a loved one commits suicide. Mm -hmm. So that's where the case ends as far as criminal proceedings. Correct. So how old was the toddler? 
Like, I mean, he was two. Has he said anything? Would you like to know what he said happened? I would love to know what he said happened. It's creepy. Uh, we know I'm down for creepy. <laughs> he said that there was a friend chasing Sean around and punching him. Aww. And that the man touched his arm. Mm-hmm. And it scared him so bad. I mean, like, I know two, I mean, like, it isn't. A two-year-old boy. A two-year-old boy would hide in laundry just for the hell of it. Yes. But I don't know of two-year-old boys that, like, often make up individual men running around. Or, you know, that's just. Yes. They don't have the capacity to make up that kind of story, usually. Exactly. And it's not like Sean had friends over. It's not like he could have said, oh, he had friends. You know how kids do that. Um, And then there was a friend. And then there were two friends. And then there was a dinosaur. Or if the guy came in and said, I'm a friend of your parents. Or Mm -hmm. I'm a friend of your sister. How old was his sister? His sister was 16. Okay. And I'm assuming, well, they probably didn't interview the boyfriend or the... Um, they did. I don't know that they interviewed the boyfriend. The boyfriend did show up on scene. They interviewed the sister, but every time the sister said, um, this is what I saw, it was more like, oh, honey. Um, yeah. They had, and that's what the family said, I'll go through the issues that showed up in this case. Because right now, if you just listen to it, okay, it sounds like suicide, but kind of a weird suicide. Right. Um, and that's kind of how the police treated it, like... (laughs) I am a huge supporter of law enforcement, Mm -hmm. but it's like everything else. You have people that are good at it. You have people that are bad at it. I kind of chalk this up like, you know, I work with CASA. I spend a lot of time talking to caseworkers and and things like that. And I love 95% of the caseworkers I work with. But every once in a while, you come across one that literally just stopped caring about their job. And I know a lot of it has to do with overwhelming, overwhelm, but that's what it almost sounds like. It's like, okay, well, X plus Y equals Z. So therefore, this is, I'm not even going to investigate this. Yeah. And I just, that makes me very sad because at any point when you start dealing with people's lives, and we're talking about a lot of lives here that have been affected, Mm -hmm. if you are so unpassionate about what you do for a living... It's time for a career change. So. And if you want to be a jerk about it. Okay. It's time for a career change. (laughs) But you can spend a little extra time on it and to prove the family wrong. Okay. The family is saying something's wrong. Something's wrong. Okay. Get your, I told you so. Yep. Spend a little bit more time and be like, we didn't find any DNA on his underwear. We didn't find anything wrong. I told you nothing was wrong, but they didn't even seem to go that far. Right. So, if you're going to be a jerk, you have a chance to be a jerk instead of just saying, no, it's fine. Yeah. So, this reminds me a lot, and this this might be a good segue, because I really, one of my passion cases has always been Patty Pruitt, which is Mm -hmm. um, a woman in Holden that was accused of killing her husband in 85. And, um, I think it was 85. And there has been new DNA evidence that has come forth, including a substance on a pair of pajama pants and nobody everybody refused to test it um this woman has been in prison for a really long time and is now um does not need to be in prison she needs to be home with her family and what would you want done if that was your family if that was you would you sit there and be like it's fine prison is fine don't bother testing it it's cool yeah 
I get three square meals a day. Yeah. No, I just, I don't understand. I mean, you know, that's the biggest thing in life. I, you know, I'm so glad that I had a lot of people shoving it down my throat because it doesn't come naturally. But if you screw up, you own up to your screw up. Mm -hmm. You don't hide it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's it just kind of back to the whole, okay, if you want to be an asshole about it, then you have your chance to be an asshole about it. If you want to be an asshole about it and you still want to work for the government, Please go into the postage system. I mean, oh, you know. Now, wait a second. <laughs> My dad worked. <laughs> My dad. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, Dia's dad. <laughs> but it, it is kind of that. Okay, then you have an opportunity to test yeah. any of this and say, yeah, we found a substance and it's yours. It just makes you look even more guilty. Yeah. Okay, then fine, do that. I'd but better. at least test it. Yeah. At least try so here's all the weird stuff and okay. why I kind of think that it happened really quickly. And I think it happened while he was taking out the trash because he never logged into his video game. Really? So he didn't finish his chore, which we already know he didn't because the trash bags were sitting right there. Right. Um, but he never logged into his video game. So it's not even like he was going, you know what? I'll just do the rest of this later. Did the kitchen was the thing. So this is, this is just came, This came up. Mm -hmm. Was the finger, was the handprint on the inside or the outside? Of the door. Outside. I believe it was the outside. Okay. And does the kitchen overlook the backyard? Yes. Okay. Which makes sense because somebody could have just, to scare him or to get his attention, he could have opened it up. Yeah. Because there was no sign of, like, forced entry. Yeah. Which is why they think that they were saying, well, there's no forced entry. He just walked out. Yeah. But then we're to another issue. He wore shoes everywhere he went. He hated being barefoot. He had Crocs on, but he was barefoot when they found him. His Crocs were found upside down by the kitchen trash can, and the family said he wouldn't go barefoot anywhere. So it's almost like he got ripped out of his Crocs. Exactly. And his feet were clean. So he got carried. <laughs> because we're talking April in in Virginia, um, the family said it was a swampy backyard, but his feet were clean. So it's like he got ripped out of his Crocs or chased out of them, which is what the toddler would have seen. And um, so he had the clean feet. They, he never unplugged the iPad for his brother, so he never even got to taking care of him in that way. A new bag was in the kitchen trash, but wasn't taken out. And in addition, Two more garbage bags were found on the floor, all ripped up, and didn't belong to the house. The family went through the house to make sure that these bags weren't just, you offhandedly, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot I, I bought that case or whatever. Um, he never even took a bite. It was his favorite snack sitting right there. He never even took a bite at it. This one's a weird one. The heat was set to 85 in the house, which the family said they did not do. Um, the clothing that he was wearing, the men's clothing, his stepdad's, wasn't what he was wearing to school. It wasn't what he was wearing when he submitted the assignment, so it's not like he got home and changed. And the family said he wouldn't do that anyway. It was already out of character, character anyway. Um, he didn't leave a suicide note, which... Doesn't always mean that. Right. And he wasn't searching on how to commit suicide. There were no searches found for that. Well, that's a pretty intricate. I mean, that would not come to your mind. I mean, 
that would not be the way to I would first choose to commit suicide. I mean, like, you'd want to do... Yeah. yeah. It would take some research, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And that's kind of... Because you're talking about a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. So, he probably would have looked it up. So, they're... So, they're saying they put... He put a plastic bag over his head. Yes. Hung himself up. Hung, well, let's say, hung himself up, put a plastic bag over his head, put some weird chin strap shoestring thing on him, mm-hmm. himself. And that's how he hung himself, was by the chin. So, he was hanging from a shoestring? By his chin. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not a police officer. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. And another thing that the family says is that his feet were dragging on the ground. Right. Okay, so here's a couple of things that are kind of... His feet were dragging on the ground, so he could have stood up if he wanted to. Um, and his glasses were found a distance away. They were found in the yard. So you take okay, his glasses Okay, I can't do anything off. without my glasses, let alone tie my hands to my chest or to my side <laughs> with Okay, but I talked to I did talk to a first responder who okay. had has unfortunately been on several hangings. And his opinion was you will see people take their glasses off to put a bag over their head. Okay. So that is not necessarily off. However, I think we have a slew of other concerning <laughs> items here. Exactly. So that is a it's weird, but not necessarily an indicator. However, his glasses were broken when they found them. And one of the lenses was out and has never been found. So that's not a, I'm going to commit suicide and I'm taking my glasses off. That's a... I'm going to throw them, destroy yes, them, and... For no reason. And then as far as the standing up, um, also my source said that um, that's not necessarily an indicator as well. Because if somebody is... He's seen situations where somebody was just intent on following through with the suicide and could have stopped it. That's not a 12-year-old boy. Typically not. So that's also a... Did your source say it's possible to be hung by the chin? No. I did ask that. All right. That makes me feel a little bit better. Um, And the other thing is, the strap that he used, they said it was like a shoestring sort of lace. It was thin. Um, came from the garage and came f- and the bag and the string were from a I think it was a motorcycle bag from the stepdad and because they were a military family and had a lot of um, just military items there was paracord there was rope there was tons of stuff in the garage that he could have chosen differently he had drawstring bags in his room that he could have used. So if there was something that he wanted, he could have grabbed something a lot easier. They said even several of their boots, um, military-issued boots, a couple of them had been almost like they were trying to be unstrung and stopped and then went for the bag. So he even had to try hard just to find something to do this with. Um, That that poor fan. I mean... That just chaps my ass. Yes. So with all of this weirdness going on, the police have stuck to their story saying it is a suicide. The family just doesn't know how to handle the grief. So the family has started a change.org petition to get the FBI or an outside. I will be signing. I'll be signing that after. (laughs) So if you go to change.org and um, it's what happened to Sean, they also have a Facebook page called what happened to Sean. I've liked it. Good. Signed the petition. 
podcast that you guys do too. They're trying to get signatures to get attention because obviously the FBI can't come in, but somebody needs to come in and take a look at this. Again, not just for justice for him, but also what if this happens to somebody else? Well, and it's like, it's like, okay, I can get, I mean, yeah, there's a, I mean, like if this was, I feel for the family because I'd be like, okay, I understand that I might not be handling this well. Yes. That's a given. That's a given. But let's explain X. Let's explain Y. Correct. So how can you tell me? I mean, like, that's just police work 101, I would think. Because there's so much of it. Suicide is not an easy thing to grasp. No. And it is hard because you get really happy people and... You never would expect them to do it. Correct. And um, a lot of times they say that suicidal people get very happy right before they do it because they finally made up their mind. Right. And so, yes, you get this juxtaposition of they seem so happy, but there's so much more to it of why would his crocs be upside down and flailed about? Why would his glasses be Why would there be two bags of trash not from the household? Ripped. Ripped. It's almost like, was that how they were going to smother him and he ripped through them? Or what? There's just so much there that somebody needs to come in and take a look at. And there's so much that could have been done as far as canvas. Everybody has a video doorbell now. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't anybody look at it? Why hasn't anybody said? If you've said, I mean, you get the, um, what is that neighborhood app? Neighborhood, yeah. I think it's... Is it Neighborhood? I can't remember what it's called. Well, they're not sponsors anyway, so we can't say Yes. (laughs) Yes. We're open. Um, But, you know, somebody says something about somebody broke into my car, and I'm like, oh, let me check my doorbell for you for that. If if a neighbor said, my child was murdered, did anyone see anything, that would have been the first thing. I would have combed through hours of it trying to find something I don't understand that. How this whole community just seems to be like, nope, look, sorry, guess you got to deal with it. Yeah. So that's what we're asking. That's what the family is asking. Um, what happened to Sean on Facebook? Change.org petition. And if anybody did see anything, the tip line is 804 905 8613. I mean, at this point, there's not any tip that's not a good tip. Well, unless they don't follow through on it. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, that's the that's the unfortunate thing. And, and like I said, I do not, I don't ever want this podcast to be, oh, true crime, or, you know, law enforcement is this, law enforcement is that. It no. is not law enforcement. It is individuals like any, I mean, they're bad realtors. <laughs> <laughs> they're bad every, I mean, people that should not be doing their job. There's just bad people, just in general. But, I mean, this, you know, like I said, I think that there could have been maybe a better job of, I mean, if there is an explanation for something like this, then let's clear it up instead of being like, eh, it's just a suicide. You just don't don't understand suicide. Exactly. And you just can't, you just, you're just having a hard time with it. I mean, that's not it. And give the family the peace of mind to say, we looked through all of this. Yeah. We addressed every concern. Here's an answer for your concerns. And at least let the family have some rest of going, man, okay, now we have to process suicide, but at least we have closure on that part of it. 100%. Instead of just saying, 
I feel so condescending and almost like um, that, oh, you're just a woman. That's, you've got your woman emotions right now. Yeah. You just... Is it that time of the month? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, that just, that's unfortunate because it is somebody's little boy and I, you know. Mm -hmm. And it could be somebody else's. Yeah. And that's what I keep going back to, too. One family is already hurting. They deserve it. Sean deserves this. 100%. But another family deserves to not have to go through this. 100%. Yeah. And some asshole deserves to be put away for it. 100%. I think more than put away, but. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. <laughs> we'll save that for later. Yeah. We'll save that for prison can sort that out. So yeah. anyway, that's the story of Sean Patrick Doherty. Well, and I almost wonder about like, I mean, there's, there's, you know, uh, unlocking the little boy, you know, the, the toddler's memories. I mean, there's, there's a bill, you know, there is so much, so much that it shouldn't take. And hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully, so, hopefully we don't know the whole story. But it shouldn't take somebody who's doing a murder podcast for fun going, this is not adding, this is yes. not adding up. When, when outside people, and we're not the only ones, and that's the thing too, is kind of going through all this, I'm thinking, listening, because I heard it first, and then I started delving deeper into it, and a lot of this comes straight from the family. Right. So I researched a lot of it, but I chose to go exactly from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Um, but there's so many people on here going, this doesn't make sense. So it's not just us saying, well, that's weird. Yeah. And like I said, I talked to professionals about this to say, have you seen this? Does this seem weird to you? Yeah. The, the EMTs and the firefighters said, this is a homicide, but the police ruled it a suicide. So even on scene, and now the police typically should do more investigation and do have, I mean, that's why EMTs aren't police officers or detectives, but on scene, the first reaction to the life-saving responders is, hmm, this isn't right. Well, and just, I would think the shoe strap on the neck, on the chin would, that should be a big one. So... Well, I think this podcast has taught us one thing. The world does not react the way we want it to. No. So you guys could cut it out. <laughs> All y'all need to get your stuff in order. <laughs> we will turn this podcast around. We will turn this podcast around. <laughs> All right. So that was a deep one. That, that was kinda, a deep one. Kind of sucks. It does. It sucks. So we need to, we need to go on Facebook. Yep. Um, what happened to Sean? I know I've said that a lot, but... We want to know what happened to, to Sean! It. Yes, this family needs to know. Other families need to know. What happened to Sean? While you're on Facebook, go ahead, like, and subscribe. That's a good that's a good plug. And thank you're, you. That doing, was smooth. You're doing better. Thank you. <laughs> and then follow us yes, on absolutely. all the things. Absolutely. And we will see you next week. Have a great rest of the week. See you later. Bye. Thank you.